This is This Week Above the Fold, your new weekly source of e-commerce news in seven minutes or less covered by leaders in the digital commerce industry. Today is February 15th. I'm Emma Irwin. In a slight change-up, I'm bringing you coverage of this week's e-commerce news with these insights provided by Janie O'Donnell, Associate Director of Client Services at Flywheel Digital. Today, we're going to cover Amazon Fresh's new fees, some takeaways from CRC's most recent Amazon research, and Edgewater Research's anticipations regarding Walmart's Q4. So for story number one, Amazon Fresh is charging new delivery fees. Let's get into the specifics. In January, Amazon announced that it would start charging Prime members a fee for grocery orders of less than $150 starting at the end of February. For any fresh shoppers who are listening, this is a stark change as the previous minimum to qualify for free delivery was just $35. And if you're quickly doing the math in your head, the new minimum is a little over four times the prior $35 basket. Not only is the new minimum a material increase, but Amazon has also built cost structures around minimums going all the way down to about $10 bucks for any basket that is $50 or less with delivery fees decreasing the closer you build to $150. And while we know last mile delivery is typically the most expensive leg of the journey to the end consumer, this increase signals yet another shift to cost savings efforts by Amazon, whilst allowing them to maintain low prices and convenient delivery options to customers. You might recall that last week we heard about Amazon Fresh pausing its expansion plans. This raises the question of whether those existing resources will be reallocated to focus on Fresh.com efforts. We'll also be keeping an eye out to see what both the increase in Fresh.com delivery fees and strategy shift for physical stores will mean for program adoption generally and also foot traffic to Whole Foods. If existing or new customers find they do not want to absorb the increased delivery fees, some shoppers might find themselves to be more willing to head into their local Whole Foods for the same goods they would otherwise procure via delivery. Let's get into story number two, which is highlights from the Cleveland Research Company's recently published report covering key themes they've uncovered from their consistent Amazon research. Here's our callouts from this report. Near term, we think vendors should be ready for heavier than normal orders as Amazon looks to improve inventory levels coming out of a lean Q4. Vendors should look carefully at current COGS trends and forecast appropriately to ensure they are ready for when orders flow through. And then longer term, it may be wise to anticipate that Amazon will operate at lower weeks of cover than what is historically typical. From a planning perspective, it would be helpful to bring together operations, sales, and marketing teams to ensure everyone is briefed on what this can mean for your business. More planning and awareness across an organization is always best to ensure teams aren't caught off guard if weeks of cover run leaner in 2023 versus prior years. And lastly, vendors should anticipate that Born to Run will likely be off-limit for any ASINs that are more than six months old. Second, be prepared for increased competition from 3P sellers on low ASP items due to new incentives. Consider listing more items to better compete, but be sure Amazon views these items separately during net PPM slash AVN discussions. Third, if you have not already been assigned one, advocate for a vendor specialist resource. Once assigned, notify your internal team to send all issues to this VS person in addition to simply submitting a ticket to RBS. And lastly, prepare for a similar promotional calendar as 2022. Tentpole events will be here before we know, so start budgeting and planning for Summer Prime Day and the Fall Prime Early Access Sales events now. So you might be wondering if any of these are more important than others for vendors to be thinking about. And in all of Janie's experience at Flywheel and when she was on the vendor side of things, a nimble, well-organized, and executed operations team is always the foundation of a strong Amazon model, and e-com in general, 
So we would recommend staying in lockstep as a multidisciplinary team to react and proactively manage both your Amazon business and keep your organization informed about what to expect this year and how to prepare for it. Be smart and prepared with alternative fulfillment options and ensure your assortment is set up for sustainable long-term success. Last up for story number three, we have insights into what we might see in Walmart's Q4 report guided by Edgewater Research. Some key findings. Generally, Edgewater's work signals that Walmart was the primary market share winner across the majority of the assortment with grocery trends and share appearing consistent quarter over quarter and with general merchandise categories holding in better relative to competitors. If it helps jogs anyone's memory from some of Essentials reporting around holiday events and promotions, we observed then that Walmart also seemed to be performing well versus peers when it came to breadth of featured assortment across all categories and ASP levels. Additionally, we anticipate hearing that in comparison to prior years, consumer spending was even more event-driven in 2022 as consumers took advantage of deeper discounting closer to the holiday and as a means to balance the rising costs of gift-giving due to inflation. From a consumer behavior perspective, it's worthwhile to note that Christmas fell on a weekend this year, potentially giving shoppers a little more time to snag last-minute gifts and lean into the steeper discounts provided in the week leading up to the holiday that took place on a Sunday. Edgewater also predicts that grocery and consumable trends are expected to remain favorable with year-over-year inflationary trends remaining the primary catalyst for category growth. General merchandise is expected to have endured a rocky start to the quarter, but as stock levels improved through Q4 and holiday event spending increased, Edgewater speculates that the category improved later on in the back half of the quarter. With all of that, what does this signify for Walmart? What about for a supplier selling at Walmart? As questions around what a recession might look like this year, pondering when inflation will ease, and understanding what on earth is going on with the job market continues, expect that Walmart will now, more so than ever, continue to lean into their strong market share position as the everyday low-price value retailer to outstand competition in the discount retailer space. In fact, Walmart announced a few days ago that they will not be hiking prices as a means of looking out for their customers. A direct quote from Doug McMillan, We're trying to figure out with our dry grocery and consumable suppliers, what could we do that's different that would help mitigate some of those costs? So as a supplier, this leaves you with the challenge of knowing that raising prices is not an option, even though cost of production may be going up. This is a time of opportunity, though, to be building brand loyalty with your Walmart customers. And that's it for this week's e-commerce news. Tune in next week for three more headlines we think belong above the fold digested for you by our essential digital commerce experts. I'm Emma Irwin, Senior Editor and Specialist at Essential. See you next time. 